Ever since the first tick-tock of time You brought order to a world undefined Welcome to the Genesis West Podcast. Welcome to the Genesis West Podcast. Welcome to the Genesis West Podcast. Our teaching teaching team is made up of men and women who love asking probing questions of each week's scripture portion. To which our community responds with curiosity, courage, and a desire to expand in faith, faith, hope, and love. We follow the Revised Common Lectionary, and we follow the church calendar, because because they they anchor us in something something which can can hold us, no matter what life throws our way. We exist to join God's work of cultivating new beginnings in all of us, everywhere. Cultivating new beginnings in all of us, everywhere. We exist to join God's work of cultivating new beginnings in all of us, everywhere. We hope you enjoy this week's teaching. We hope you enjoy this week's teaching. We hope you enjoy this week's teaching. So I'll be reading from uh, John chapter 5, 1 through 9. Sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for a feast of the Jews. Now there is in Jerusalem, near the Sheep Gate, a pool, which is Aramaic, it's called Bethesda, which is surrounded by the five covered colonnades. Here a great number of disabled people used to lie, the blind, the lame, and the paralyzed. One who was there had been an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, do you want to get well? Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water stirred. While I'm trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. Then Jesus said to him, get up, pick up your mat and walk. At once, The man was cured. He picked up his mat and he walked. The day on which this took place was a Sabbath. End of the reading. Hello, good morning, church. Almost afternoon. (laughs) It is good to be here. So good to be here and to see all of you to worship our Lord today. I'm Pastor Jenny Sung. I'm a free-range pastor here in the Twin Cities, a happy little turkey. I get to go from church to church to preach, to love, to teach. And so it's just been such a joy to be able to be with you all today. So let us, um, let us begin in prayer. Holy God, may your spirit and your word have authority in this message and in this place. Stir us, renew us, and help us to see you, Jesus, in this story, in the world, and in our lives. In your name we pray, amen. So the story is quite fascinating to me because as we're sitting at the pools of Bethsaida in the middle of Jerusalem, it's surrounded by all of these people that want to be made well. And for 38 years, this man laid beside the waters. And the idea was that God's angel would come down and stir the water, and if you were the first to get into the water, you would be healed. So for 38 years, this man is laying beside these pools, knowing he will never be the first, knowing he will never be able to get up fast enough, quick enough 
to get into the waters to be healed. So for 38 years, he's laying on this mat, watching people be healed. Have you ever felt like that? Have you ever felt like you were just a day late and a dollar short? Did you ever just feel like you're wondering, God, when me? Or why not me? And yet here I am watching all of these other people receive healing. And for 38 years, this man just watched and waited. And then when Jesus comes to him, Jesus isn't like, boom, you're healed. Jesus asks him, do you want to be made well? And that always gave me a little pause. Why would Jesus ask this man that's been sitting by the waters for 38 years, do you want to be made well? And I think it was his moment to give the man pause, to wonder. Now, if somebody came up to you and said, do you wish to be made well? I think a lot of us would be like, yes, me, all the things. And yet what happens to us when we're made well? What would happen to this man if he were to be made well? All his life for 38 years, all he's done is laid beside these waters and begged for food and for, for things to help him survive. And that's all he's ever known. But the second he receives God's healing, he's going to have to walk. He's gonna to have to pick up that thing that supported him that many years and now support it as he walks. That's a really different life. That means when you receive this healing from God, your life is totally different. You're totally different. Do you wanna be made well this morning? I think God asks us this question every morning and every night. Do you wish to be made well? Because oftentimes we choose instead to stay in the cages that we dwell in because they're more comfortable, because they make more sense, they're more predictable. And yet God says, do you want to be made well? Do you want to heal from those wounds that hurt you? Do you want truth to penetrate those lies that hold you down are you ready to be made well are you ready to receive this grace and this love that surpasses all understanding would you let me make you well even after jesus asked this man that he doesn't say yes and he doesn't say no he says i have no one what an interesting answer Jesus comes to him and says, do you want to be made well? And his response is, I have no one. I have no one that can put me into the waters when they're stirred. And there it is, my friends. What do we think we need in order to be healed? Right before this story in John 4, we meet Jesus at the well with a woman a Samaritan woman. And before that, in John 3.16, we hear God so loved the whole world. And then you go back to the story of the Samaritan woman. He had to go through Samaria. 
He didn't have to go through Samaria. In fact, most people would not go through Samaria. Jesus chose to go through Samaria because then we would know what it looked like for God to so love the whole world. God so loved the whole world that he had to go to Samaria. And you know what God did there? Our wild God called a woman to share a word of who God is. He knew everything about me. And then we come to John 5 and we see this man beside the waters. The funny thing is, if you read later on in scripture, the Pharisees ask him, who healed you? He doesn't know. He doesn't even say the name. I don't, I, I don't know, some guy. What? His name is Jesus, man. Like, what kind of story is this in our Bible? You're supposed to know that name, right? Here's this guy walking around with his mat. The other thing that I think is hilarious is Jesus doesn't tell him where to walk, doesn't tell him where he's going, doesn't tell him when he's going to get there. Do you feel like that sometimes, church? Jesus just says, take your mat and walk. Beloveds, there is so much happening in our world right now. There is so much that breaks our hearts. There's so much that breaks God's heart. And I think every time another tragedy happens, God looks at us and says, are you ready to be made well? Will you let me out of this cage that you're sitting in? Most of us don't even recognize the fact that we're in a cage because we're so comfortable with it. And yet every morning God wakes us up and says, would you let me make you well? Being made well doesn't mean that life is going to be better. Being made well actually probably guarantees that there's going to be some change and it's going to be hard. So I'm not going to lie to you, especially up here. But what I will tell you is it teaches you what you're made of. And you are made of more than flesh and bone. Beloveds, you are created and fashioned by the same spirit that rose Christ from the grave. You are called to walk. Children of God are born. You are all children of God. The people beside the waters, they were all children of God. And disciples, disciples are made. Disciples are made by walking, by trusting you don't have to know where you're going. You don't, know how, you don't have to know when you're going to get there. You just have to take one faithful step at a time. And I promise you it's going to be hard. And yet I promise you that we serve this God that says, I will never leave you or forsake you. This God that calls this guy and this Samaritan woman this God is the one that calls the people that feel like they have no one. Have you ever felt like that? If only I had this, I could be made well. If I only just fixed this, life would be better. Beloved, life is yours now. God is in you and with you now wanting to do something beautiful. God doesn't feel like waiting. <laughs> I don't think in your heart you feel like waiting. And yet it's the people that don't believe they have anyone 
that can't even recognize the name of Jesus, that are made well, that are told to walk, and they do. Beloveds, a little bit of my story is that at the age of two, I was abandoned on a bus in Seoul, Korea. From the bus, I was brought to an orphanage and foster care and then later adopted into America. And so a lot of my story was this belief that I was disposable, that I was forgotten, that I was left behind. And the more that I shared my story, the more I realized other people feel that way too, feel abandoned, forgotten, left behind. If we're really honest, we're sitting beside the pools of Bethsaida now together. The wounded, the broken, the hurt. And yet the Holy Spirit of God is here, in this place, in you, in one another, and is just saying, let me make you well. Let me share with you this peace that surpasses all understanding, because it's not what the world gives you. This morning I did a children's sermon and I said, tell me what peace is. And one of the children said, good things. And the other one said, ice cream. And the other said, really good food. And I'm like, yes, those things give you peace. They give you joy. And that is the world's peace. The second you eat it, it's gone. The second you enjoy that event, it's done. But the peace that God gives us is this peace that surpasses all time, all place, all circumstances. It doesn't mean that it's going to be easy or it's going to be well. What it means is wherever you go, God goes with you. It means you never go alone. When I look back at the points in my life where I felt thrown away or abandoned or forgotten, I now see Jesus there. I see Jesus sitting on the bus with me, holding my hand, saying, baby, we're going to be okay. I see Jesus beside you today saying, we're going to be okay, church. And so it's time for us to roll up our mats, roll up our excuses, roll up the things that are terrifying us, and walk. Thanks be to God. Endings are a place where life is remade. Thank you for listening to the Genesis West podcast. If, if you, you find, find yourself, yourself nearby, nearby on Sunday, we'd love for you to join us for worship. We meet at Elam Church Center in Robbinsdale, Minnesota. If you, if have, you have any, any questions or would like to connect with us, please visit us at www.genesiscove.org.